Hello, good evening everyone. Welcome to 2024 and welcome to Series 2 of Chalk Talk here live on Microbrew Radio. We're back in the studio today. Um, hope you've all had a great Christmas and New Year. Very special guest today, so you'll all remember, cast your minds back to April 2023 when the show first started. My first guest was Burton's Mr. Paul. <laughs> Vinny Loden, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah, excellent. I'm brilliant, thank you. It's great to have you back, back thank in the you. back in the studio. We were just saying it's the first time I won't have to ask my guest how they got into pool or how they got into Q Sports because we've already asked you. We don't need to hear it again. It's all good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not as nervous as last time. So yeah, it was a bit nervy last time for both of us, wasn't it? it was first a, it was one, one of them. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> thankfully, the nerves are gone. The nerves are shook off. So. It's yeah. excellent, and we made sure he was on time. I came with Vinny to the studio today to make <laughs> sure that he couldn't be late, so winner, winner. Um, if you've got any questions, guys, please pop them through myself, pop them through microbrewradio.com, do it before 7 o'clock. I'm sure Vinny's got plenty to say, but we'll get started. We've just been talking outside about money matches, and I think we're going to start with that because it's fresh on the mind for both of us, um, and we've been talking about the standard of money matches and how many are going on. I've had quite a few conversations on the show where we've spoken about it's great for Paul that there's so many going on, but do you think it might be a bit much now, Vinny? I think so, yeah. I think, in my opinion, I think you have to be a certain standard to to play these games. I think once once you drop below that standard... I think some, yeah, it's a difficult watch some games, and I just think there's a lot of negatives around that the smaller matches with the the going ons and and the banter they're getting gets a bit out of hand, and mm-hmm. you, you don't tend to get that at the top end, really. I, you know what? I've got no issue with if you want to play someone for a couple hundred quid, and you both you've not been playing long. We'll, we'll put it that way. You've not been playing long. Fair play, go and play each other for a couple hundred quid. I think the bit that gets me that I feel is unnecessary is the advertisement of big money match coming up. Mm. And then I've seen a few outside of Burton where it's two people I've never even heard of for £100 each and it's being advertised on Facebook. And I just don't think that that's necessary. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I get. Yeah, I think think there was a a match the other week... um, and I think it ended in in a few arguments or, or whatsoever. I just think the negatives outweigh the positives on them unless you're at that level, I think. You know that Sean Story one against Ian Alley? We'll talk about it while we're talking about money matches. Yeah. Um, obviously, the bottle incident, everyone everyone remembers it well. You know, you kind of look at it and you're talking about it and you go, yeah, well, it's 180 grand, so, you know, not that that justifies it, but 180 grand's a lot of money on the line, yeah? <laughs> Arguments at the end of a match that's for £500, it seems it seems pointless. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think a lot of them, they go and support the mates, have a few beers, which, you know, we all do, and that. And and I think, obviously, when, you, when you're losing and you've put time in for it, you start biting back and it ends in a bigger argument and yeah I just think for me the only positive for, for a money match for me would be 
that it would get me practicing and, and, and get me to a level I want to be at. But I'd want people there if I was playing, but it's what comes with it, I think, that, that, that puts me off. And I think that's why I've not played. And I think when you when you look at like the Ian Alley, the story, Kyle's matches, they're different because they're, you know, the standard that the money matches are played at and, yeah. and the good watchers. Um, and I think generally most people behave at them or, or the, the odd one might get a telling off. But, um, yeah, I just think there's a lot of arguments and, and that around them. And, Would you have one? Um, no, no, I don't think so. Um like I say, the only positive for me playing one would be that it would get me practicing. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good. It's good for the. I've mentioned it outside the. You know, the excitement of playing one and the competitive edge is brilliant. Um, mm. You know, it is really good, and it's it's a good race if you you know you're playing to twenty one. But again, it needs to be for a good amount of money, and then you'd like there to not be any trouble as well. So, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's a lot of trouble at them, but I don't know. There's a lot of you see the comments on Facebook and and what's going on there and yeah, it's I don't know. I think I think the only positive for me is that it'd make me get table time to play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Um if you guys listen at home have you got any takes on money matches, please drop us a message. But we're gonna move on. It's been uh, you know, nine months since we last had you here. It's scary to say. <laughs> um time has flown. We're obviously a lot of things have happened since. Has Paul yeah. treated you since? Yeah, Paul's been really good. Um, everything's going really well. The comp's going well. The leagues are going well. And um, obviously, uh, I've took a little bit more on with the Derbyshire youth, um, which I really enjoy. And that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we will talk about that. I have got that noted down. Okay. We will get onto that, I promise you. Um <laughs> Obviously, as busy as ever, like you say, you've took on Derbyshire Youths now. Um, just to add to the list, yeah. how was how was Sammy when you when you told her that you were doing that? Um, well, I was asked to play for Derbyshire B, and and then the seniors, something that I wanted to do. Um, but it was basically a choice, really. Sort of, you know, get Harry, Jake, um, Jacob, Cohen, Alfie, and then a few of the younger ones like Connor, Holly. Uh, Maddie, uh, Ethan, Charlie, little Charlie Farmer, um, and it was it was just like if you have a Potter's comp, Sunday comps, the youth and play yourself. Every Sunday's going to be busy, so I chose the youth over playing myself. Okay, well, that's fair. Um, you've had a bit of help at some comps by Harry. Yes, little Harry. Um, <laughs> Jake not interested? Um, not really, no. Jake's just more, he'll just sit there and, and chill and, and enjoy the pool. Harry, Harry likes helping me and he is pretty good at it, to be honest. When I, when I have to pop out or, or go toilet, he, he is quite good at it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's good. Keep it up, Harry. There's your mention, mate. There's your <laughs> I was going to say one and only, but you'll come up at some point. Um, obviously, you recently went to... Malta, yeah, um, 
your lad Jake was playing for England. What was that like as a as a parent of a lad that's got into playing for England? You've gone abroad with him. How did that feel? Yeah, Malta was unreal. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I was so proud of him. Obviously, he was he was nervous um, playing, um, and he did really, really well. I think he finished on seventy percent, top of the B, uh, second in the under fifteen B stats. So it, it couldn't have gone better for him. Um, everyone was dead supportive of him. There was there was a lot of local lads there. Who, who were talking to him and checking in on him. So it was really good. And, yeah, it was a team atmosphere, not just in Jake's game, but in all that, that I've not seen before, not even at, like, County. Mm-hmm. Do you see a bit of yourself in, you know, the way Jake and Harry are playing, or do you think they'll go on to kind of bigger things? Uh, well, I'm hoping they go on to bigger things. Um, yeah, Jake's... Like me, really, if I'm playing good or bad, I'll, I'll still just try and go for everything. Whereas Harry's a bit more of a reserve player. He'll tuck up, he'll snooker, which is, is not bad. Whereas Jake's quite attacking. But, yeah, since since we last come on, they have, they've improved loads. And, um, yeah, they're doing well, so... Yeah, because we, we spoke last time about you wanting them to, to further themselves. And then, obviously, Jake's got into England, which... Speaks for itself. Did they both trial recently? Yeah, they both trialed. I think Harry finished about twenty fourth, and, and Jake had a, a bad day that day. He weren't on it. It was one frame shootout, so he couldn't really get going. Um, but they both jumped up an age set to the under eighteens, and it's tough now. Yeah, rough. it is tough. And Jake was a bit more spending a lot of time on his PlayStation and I think he just sort of expected to turn up and, and get him. But Harry put time in and Harry could have easily jumped up. Alfie did really well as well. Mm-hmm. He was desperately unlucky not to get in. He finished joint fifth and there was five. That's harsh. So he didn't, harsh. He, he's the first <laughs> reserve. So on his first ever trials as well. So yeah, he's, he, Some player though. <clears throat> yeah. In terms of Malta. How many was there from Burton? I, you know, I, I saw pictures. It's, uh, it's, it's it felt like the whole time went. Yeah, it's quite a lot. So obviously, um, Rob, John, Kyle, Paul Eaton, they were all there. Um, there was Dean, Pooch, Cohen, Wayne Shipley, John Knight, Josh Rushton, he was there. Um, Penny and Spanner. Penny and Spanner, I went with best mention there. <laughs> Thought you gonna leave them out then? <laughs> yeah, um, there was yeah, the, and there was more than that thing. Um, and it, yeah, it was it was really good. Good two weeks, ten days, twelve days. It, I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, yeah, so. good. Um, so with saying that, you know, you've you've watched your lad playing for his country. Yeah. Um, how did it? You know, he's finished on seventy percent. How did that feel? Can you explain how it was? As a parent, um, you know, you've, you've not played for England yourself, have you? Um, only when I was, like, dead young, but it was nothing serious. It, yeah. it worked like it is now. We're travelling abroad and that. Um, it was unreal. Um, and I got, I don't know, it was a weird feeling because I never get emotional over Paul, but with watching, like, how Jake did and and when he won his first game, I just felt like, like crying. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then um, after a couple of days, Spanner asked me to help him run the bee ones while he looked after the bees. And yeah, I, I really got into it. And yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. The atmosphere was unreal. And, and Jake's, Jake's team started off bad. I think they lost four out of the first four. We were told by the organisers the top four go through. So um, one lad dropped out of the team. He had a bad day and, and one thing amongst another. And he left and he went back home. So it left him with the bare four. And the team were amazing from them. Um, they beat the England B team, who, who were champions in the end. And I think they won five out of the the ten they played. So they'd won like five of the second six. And then it worked out that all the teams went through anyway. And then they lost to Wales. I think Wales under 15B, who finished below them. So that was a bit deflating, but... It was strange, really, because once the lad left, the team were brilliant. We had little um, Cam Jackson, who plays for Cambridge. He, I think he's only 11, but he'll be some some player. Yeah. Um, they had a lad called Ethan. Um, there was obviously Jake as well, and, and they were fab. After, after the lad left, they were fab, and then... Uh, we thought we were through to the semis, but they weren't that sort of play a quarters, and, and I think they lost 9-7, I think it was, so it was a bit bit deflating, but yeah, it was good, it was good. Yeah, brilliant. Um, we've got the next bus drivers coming up soon. Yeah. Last time you were on the show, you'd just filled one. Yeah. You've done another one since. Yes. And now you have a new one. So the first one was won by Ben Menzies. Yeah. Who... Earned a place on Chalk Talk for it. Go on, Ben. <laughs> um, the second one won by Dean Gaunt. Mm. Yeah. Who's your tip for the third one? Uh, I've sort of changed the... It, so before it was no County A or B, mm-hmm. and it was County C and lower. We did that, and then people were saying... This isn't really a bus drivers because some of them, like like Dean, like Jordan Dent, like a few others, could easily take a game away from you with a brake dish, reverse dish. So I decided to give the lower players. I've lowered the standard quite a lot this time, which okay. is which has caused some quite <laughs> bit of controversy. Uproar. Yeah, but I think I put it on on. Is it? The second, and I think there's 80 in it now, so, um, my tip for it, I don't know really, um, um, there's a lad Lewis in it, he's, he's a good player, he can play, um, Aidy Wheatcroft, he can play, Kieran Beckson, he can play, uh, Fester, so, um, there's a few, but it's, because it's no county whatsoever, and even though them players that don't play county, because people were like coming to me saying, um, "Well, I'm not county." Like, like that was me. <laughs> that was me last year. I was trying it on. <laughs> yeah, and a few have said, "Yeah, but I'm not county." But I've said, "Yeah, like the county standard." And then um, I told Harry and Jake they weren't going in, 
um, which they weren't pleased about. And then um, there was a few others. Alfie tried to jump in, who's, who's just finished like joint fifth in the <laughs> under eighteens, and and um, he's he's won a flyer, hasn't he, at Potter? So yeah. he tried to jump in. I just said to him, like, if Harry and Jake aren't, then you're not. And Jake and Marriott, he's not allowed in this time. So the standard is is quite low. And the whole idea behind that was was to give people a chance that we'll look at a group who who normally on a normal potters comp no really they've not got a chance of getting through thinking bar four or five players I can beat anyone in there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And these are players as well that they're turning up to potters a lot. They're yeah. playing a lot in a lot of the comps. They're yeah. putting their money and time into it, knowing that there's a Kyle in there. There's a Dean Marriott in there. There's a yeah. Shecker in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's class for them to have this opportunity. Yeah, it caused a bit of controversy because, like, the first two people said, "Well, I've been allowed in the first two. Why am I allowed in the third? But after the second one, um, people were saying it's not really a bus drivers because thirty or forty on that list of can break this, reverse dish. Um and the old point of a bus driver is he's generally a new player or or someone that <clears throat> basically can't consistently play well or, or or even like you know, new players really. So I've told Dante he can come in the main comps with me and Dean and Jared and Pooch and that. Yeah, because he, he won the break won a break room, didn't he? Yeah, has he won two? Denty, if you're listening, I'm pretty sure he's won a couple. Sure he has. At the break room, so don't be, no, <laughs> don't be doing that. If I'm not allowed in, and also, I hope he's listening, AD Wheatcroft, last time I played him in a comp at Potters, he did me 4-1, and he broke dish, reverse dish me. So, <laughs> listen, if, if you're going to go and win this now, yeah. Um, no, I think it's brilliant. I think um, I think fair play to you for running it, because there's so many, as you say, there's so many people that would usually look at groups, look at games and think, oh, what have I put my money into? What, yeah, what am I paying for? Tough, but yeah. now they look at it and they go, I've genuinely got a chance and there's never been anything like it growing up. You know, when I was learning to no. play, never, never any competition. So no. it's class. And that's on the 28th of January. 28th, and yeah. And it's full. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, full. It's yeah. Ramo, yeah. <laughs> no chance, guys. Um, no, brilliant. Um, Derbyshire youth, you've took it on. Yeah. I've seen the team. Yeah, it's a bit good. Yeah, yeah. Talk me through it, mate. How did that come about? Um, so, Rob came to me with an idea, saying he, Rob Chambers, that he wanted me to to play in Derbyshire that season, and and I was obviously pleased about that. And then I I, I said, what about the youth? You know, for Harry and Jake, and um, he said we can get one started up, basically. So. I sort of started texting people. Rob had got a few ideas who he wanted it. And so, obviously, the, the main the main youth player around it is obviously Cohen. He, mm-hmm. he's, he's getting better and better and playing at a really high level. So, he was sort of captain. And um, and then, obviously, Harry, Jake, Alfie were, were certs. And then I got Jacob in as well, who's playing really, really well at the minute. He's improved loads. Uh, Jacob has and then Harry and Jake played with Justin last year um, at Staffs and he's a great player but he's a big character as well Mm -hmm. 
he's yeah. a big character, so it's the perfect A team, really. Yeah, and I'm expect they know what's expected of them. I told them first first day when they played Leicester, I said, "Look, I won't be fair if someone's having a bad day and you only play two, and someone else plays six. That that's the way it is." And I think they'll I think they'll understand that being the players that they are because they are cracking yeah. young players. Yeah, they I'm know. sure over over fifty percent of them will go on to be great players. Yeah. Um, the amount yeah. of time that you've that young players are on the table right now is oh, it's unbelievable, yeah. mate. The B team's that side about as well. So Maddie uh Sherrett, she's she's captain. Um she's a good player, as as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh Ethan, little Ethan Williams, Carl Williams son, he's he's good. Little Connor and Ollie. Um shout out to Ethan by the way. We played in a comp at the break room the other day. Yeah. Um, and I'd drawn him in the second round and he went two nil up against me and then he went three one up against me and he wasn't he didn't miss a ball. No, he he's didn't improved miss a ball. Loads, then, yeah. Um I've pulled it back on one four three, but I said to him after just keep playing like that because mm. mate, they're so fearless. They yeah. they don't care. They're looking oh, at play, they're looking at players going, ah, well as, yeah. long, as long as I'm clearing the table. <clears throat> that's good. Yeah, me. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So um and then there's Connor and Ollie, them two great little players. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ryan Farmer's son, Charlie. Yeah. He's he's going to be a good player as well. And then um, we've just added two more today. Um, well, I, I, I got two more in who, who I think they wanted to play. Um, That's it. Transfer window opened on the first. <laughs> straight in. Um, they wanted to play, but... Um, the lad played football, um, so I didn't think he'd, he'd be interested, but I think he's, he's sort of chosen pool over football. Um, he was my doubles partner at, at the Potter's New Year's Eve as well. Zach, Zach Golden. Oh, yeah. And, and his, Freya. his sister, Freya, yeah. So, and the, obviously the aim is for all them, once Harry, Jake, Cohen and all that move up to the men's or the under-23s is... is they take the A team and then the new the new blood come through then as well. So, but yeah, really excited. Um, like um, like Harry and Jake over the last well since April. Um, so last season in the Sunday Masters, Jake played Tom Elliott, who's the number one seeded player in the Sunday, and I think Jake lost to him seven 0 at Potter's. Jake played him again last night. Tom's still the number one seed and, and Jake beat him 7-3 at the Royal Oak in Orninglow, so... On his own ground. Yeah, yeah. so that, says, that, that shows... That really, does show, yeah. it does show how, how far they're coming. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we all know how good Tom is. Yeah. Um, I did speak to him the other day about coming on the show, so yeah. we'll hopefully get... Oh, yeah, it's great play. It was great. So that's an unbelievable win, yeah. It's an unbelievable win. Yeah. You must take great pride, mate, because not just... It goes beyond Derbyshire youth, but it must feel wicked to have... There's so much good youth coming through, as we know. Yeah. And surely you know that you're a part to play in that. Not just with the Derbyshire youth, but you've got to think the competitions you run and yeah. the opportunities you give them. And then obviously, through playing in the competitions at Potters, they yeah. learn to know about Rob and the Sunday school there. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's how yeah, sure, that Surely that, that must feel incredible to be part of that. Yeah, it's, it's unreal, really, like when we started the comps and you you know back in our day you you weren't allowed in a pub to play mm-hmm. 
Um, but now it's yeah, the amount of youngsters coming in is is incredible, really. So um, yeah, with the comps and and obviously there's the the break room junior league that that Mark Tilly does. That's that's really good for the kids, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, gets them out playing on a Monday when they're all a bit bit draggy after school and been out Sunday night so yeah that gets them playing that's really good and and obviously I run the under 18s on a Sunday and and the Tuesday one the finals day in that is is in a few weeks so um, I think it's Sunday the 21st um, where there's I think there's Cohen, Alfie, Harry, Jake, Jacob Little Riley's in there, Jamie Samways and Ethan as well. Where's that? Where's that? That's at Potter's again. Potter's, yeah. Yeah. So keep having to ring Phil saying, "Can I have your tables <laughs> <in the laughs> afternoon?" No, that's so. fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, it's brilliant, and long may it continue. I I do always think back to. It's very cliche to say how times have changed, but I do always think back to when I was young. When I was 13, I remember remember it quite well. When I was 13, 2006, World Cup, England, obviously. Yeah. I wasn't allowed in the new inn, <laughs> right? So the new inn was our local pub. You had to be 16 or over to be in the pub, which was yeah. that's mad when I think <laughs> about it now. Now, the kids have got so many opportunities now, but there was a little a little side room in the in the new inn where if you came with your kids you had to put them in this set and it mate it was like the size of like you know that you get outdoor toilets right it was like the size <laughs> of that and then it had like some kids toys in there and a tiny little box screen in the corner where we watched the world cup games on that's as good as it got for me and as soon as the game was done like i had to go home so the opportunities they've got nowadays it's no wonder that the youth are, are so good yeah and yeah Burton Paulie is going to be very competitive in a few years. Like it's competitive now, yeah, but it's going to get very strong. Yeah, I mean, you see, like some of the Prem teams, the standard of them, and that—that's you know, that's what everyone's chasing. I mean, what what Carl's done just turned pro. That's got to be what Cohen wants. What Alfie, Harry, Jake, Jacob. That's yeah, that's the drive. Yeah, of course it is, and. It, and you know, he pushes people when, when there's comps on. I mean, he's he's not allowed in there because he's pro, but last season people would be like, oh, he's Kyle playing. They want to play him, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They want to play him. So, yeah, he, he's drove a lot of it up as well with, you know, all his hard work and, and how he's mm-hmm. progressing. It's amazing, really. Yeah, that's it. Um, we're going to move on. Last time you are on the show, yeah, you said that your goal for the year was to reach more finals. Yeah, win some more competitions. How did that go for you? Um, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> so since I think about August, I think I reached three semis and two finals. Um, I think I lost the final to Toffee five two. Um, that was Toffee played well. I. I I'd had a few beers by then. <laughs> you don't have to say that, mate. You could have left it at Toffee played well. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I reached a couple of finals, three semis. I think I won one of the flyers on, I think it was Dean Marriott's 50th flyer. So um, yeah, I just need a Sunday comp. And I was, um, I was quite confident going into December. 
December's comp and I was absolutely atrocious. I lost in the first round of the winners and the losers. I was out by about 10 o'clock. Do you? So, oh, that, that thing on the wall just fell down behind you. I thought there was, <laughs> was a ghost in it. Um, no, uh, do, you th- do you find it hard having to run the comp and having to play? Um, no, not so much now. At first, I was a bit like all over, but I'll sort of say to Harry and Jake or, or Sam, Sam helps me loads. Um, with them, I'll just say, well, you sort these games out while I play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's got easier. Um, was, um, and, yeah, Harry's really good at them. You know, he, he sort of knows everyone. He'll he'll go talking to them. Yeah. And um, he'll, he'll go and say, he'll jump on this table, that table or whatever, so. Okay. And how good is the attention that you get from outside of Burton I've been at competitions up at Potters where we've had lads come from all over yeah so I've met a lot of good people over over the pool and um, I have great support from like the Inkley lads the Nuneaton lads um, and, and people travelling elsewhere and as much as I love the game it's it's the meeting the new people that that I love as well. Uh, there's a lot of good lads from Inkley, so. Um, but I think there's a comp on in Nuneaton on the 27th. I'm going to go over because I'm not allowed in the pot as one on the 28th. So I'll go over there. <laughs> <laughs> I need a comp a month. So. Yeah, that's to be fair. There's a, there's quite a few going on. Yeah. Over England and and when you're involved in the pool world, as as myself and you yourself are. It's good to see them, and it's good to go out and and, and get out because I can't always make the Potters ones. Um, yeah, and it's it's frustrating. Obviously, Potters sponsor the show, and they, they've done a lot for me, and vice yeah. versa. And it's um, it's frustrating to not be able to get up as much as I can. Yeah, you know? but it is then good if I've got a free Saturday or a free Sunday, and Harvey Elmer's holding one at Towers, or yeah. um, you know, there's be one being held at Cue Ball in Derby. Yeah, I've been seeing quite a lot. Um, Dave McNamara, who obviously we've had on the show, he's opened his new place. His new place, um, and he's got comps on all the time. Yeah, you know, like quite regularly, reg- regularly. So it's, I'm excited to go over there. Yeah, I think Jake and Harry said the other night, Tuesday night, there's a flyer on Tampa. And I was Every like, Tuesday. I was like, all oh, right, where are they? Like Matt the Morris. I'm like, I'm at work at <laughs> yeah. five. I can't yeah. drive to Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, and that, just, just Liverpool, Dad. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to take him over for a comp one day. Yeah, so it looks it does, looks really nice. Yeah, in there. it'd be good to get a few of us over from Burton. I think. Yeah, I think for definitely. That. Yeah. Um, right, we're going to have a bit of fun, Vinny, okay. because I like putting you on the spot. Um, so we're going to do a quick fire round with you. Okay. I'm not going to give you the five aside this time. A because I don't want to stump you, and B, because we don't want to upset anyone. Do we, do we Rob? <laughs> eh? <laughs> so, we're going to go. We're going we're gonna to start. I just need you to answer. Relatively, I want it to be players that you know of, that you that you play with and around in the Burton area. Yeah. I don't want you picking the big guns. Okay, okay? yeah. Okay, yeah, because, you yeah. know, we don't play with them, do we? <laughs> okay. So, we're going to start. Um, best one-frame player. Uh, got him stumped already first question yeah. got him best one frame player 
I'll go with Rob. <laughs> there we go. Hold on. <laughs> there you are, Rob. <laughs> that wasn't set up, by the way. That was um, he's no. being genuine. He's picked Rob after after yeah, after seeing him. You know how, how we played in Malta farting and that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Rob. Yeah, brilliant, excellent stuff. Okay, most tactical. Uh, most tactical. By the way, the place is literally falling apart around us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what's going on here. Um, go on. Uh, most tactical who I've played with. I'd probably say Kyle plays a mean tactical game or Dean. But I'll go with Kyle. Yeah. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember him playing in the Masters final in the Sunday League and... His tactical play was unreal, and I think he even said to him after, I thought he could only part, but he, he loves that game, yeah. So I'm going to make it interesting. You can only pick one player once. Right, yeah? okay. So Kyle and Rob are gone from the equation okay. for the rest of it. Okay. Hardest to beat? Hardest to beat? <laughs> um... I'll go with hardest to beat. I'm trying to think, I've done you over by taking Kyle out of the equation because you've just picked him. <laughs> yeah, and he is the hardest player to beat for me right now. It's, yeah, uh, I played him not long ago in the. Um, it was the Wednesday Masters. Yeah, uh, I won the first round. I got Kyle in the second round and. Went up to Potters and I think in twenty minutes I was six down. So, yeah, outrageous. Because <laughs> I'm 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 not even playing that bad at the minute. Yeah, <laughs> he was <was> outrageous. <laughs> I'll go with Shaq. I think when Shaq's on it, he's really tough mm-hmm. to beat. Yeah. yeah, fair. Okay. Um, if you needed a player to take one ball, say it's a black ball, who would you pick? Under the pressure, Jared. I think. Yeah. Jared, yeah. Okay. Most competitive? Um, I'd say... I'll go with Keith on that one, I think. Yeah, Keith Rudin. Yeah, yeah. I think how he fights and... Yeah. Okay. The best down the rails... Stump now. You've not That's a good one. But Kyle, some people, yeah, some people are unbelievable at it. Yeah, um, I think I'd go Dean. I think. Can I have Dean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best doubler. Um, I'd say from what I've seen lately, like, like Pooch. I think. Yeah, Pooch okay. is unreal doubler. Mm-hmm. I know Jay is as well, but... Yeah. Yeah. Luckiest player. Uh, Come on, let's upset someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with... Luckiest player. I'll go with... 
still hard. Um, <laughs> these weren't meant to be hard, Vinny. These are uh, quick fire. Yeah, yeah, these are meant to be quick fire. Um, I would say, luckiest. I don't know. Let me come back to that. Yeah. One. Okay. We'll come back to that one. Um, I'll give you a few minutes to think of that. We're going to upset someone again. <laughs> Mardiest player. You can't pick me because it's my show. <laughs> Mardiest. Um, I think I'd say. Worst loser. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll, we'll take Mardiest out of the equation. Worst loser. I would say. Probably, probably rich. I think Corley. Yeah, I'd say uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, rich. That's fine. Rich, we, if you're listening, um, we spoke about you before the show as well. So, yeah, you never know. One day, one day you may come on short talk, but we might need to pre-record it so we can we can bleep out any bad words. Um, best upcoming talent. Um. If I had to pick everyone I've I've seen, I'd say Jaden Billingham. Yeah, he's unreal. Yeah, Uh, by the way, unbelievable. So obviously he's won the Potters comps, and and then I think they asked him to play for Potters Rams on a Sunday in the Sunday league. And um, he, he was asking about the rules. I was like, oh, it's old two shots. And he broke and cleared anyway. That was against Dante's team. So, yeah, I'd say him local. Obviously, like, Cohen's doing amazing. Elf has come on loads. Um, Harry and Jake are improving well. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a few, isn't there? You could go on with that. Mm-hmm. You could, yeah, so, you could. Um so I've got one more before I go back to your luckiest player one. So have, have a good think. Um, if you had to pick someone who you've played with or against, you know, whether it be up Potters or whatever, yeah. who would you say is the most likely to next go pro? Um, probably, probably say Jaden again. Yeah, he's, de- he's definitely got the ability. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I'd probably say Jaden, I think. He's still, still 16? 16, yeah. <laughs> Scary. Yeah, I'd probably say him. Um, <clears throat> yeah, okay. So, you answered that fast, so you must be ready to tell me who the luckiest is. I didn't even thought about this. <laughs> um. <laughs> we, listen, we all know I could fire you out one straight away. We all know a very lucky pool player um, who gets more good luck than to do bad luck. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say Conrad on that. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I'd, listen, Conrad probably isn't listening anyway. Um, I'm sure he's on a table somewhere, so we ain't got to worry about it. But, it, you know, he'd take it on the chin anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, fa- well, it was meant to be quick fire, but we'll take it, Vinny. It's good, you know. You were only stumped four or five times. <laughs> it's not too bad. Um, yeah, we've only got a couple of things really left to discuss. Um as always, it's been great to be back in the studio. If you have got any questions, please pop them through. We are live here, Chalk Talk on Microbrew Radio. Um, 
a conversation I wanted to have with you actually was about the Wednesday league here in Burton. Yeah. It's obviously the the way I see it is that's that's the big league here. You know, yeah. you've obviously got the Sunday league and the Tuesday league, the Tuesday league you've run yourself. Um Yeah. For me the Wednesday league is the big one. Yeah. Mick Hugh, what he does is it's unmatched the write ups and yeah. the time he can. Well, I suppose he does if he's not working. The time he can put in is you know. It's still it's amazing. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it can't be, it can't really be matched. But as he'll know himself, he can't do it forever. Yeah, and you know, he's not getting any younger. Sorry, Mick, if you're listening, <laughs> but he's not getting any younger. Um, and he's been doing it for a very long time. Yeah. When he decides to call it a day, yeah. Do you reckon it's something you? could take on um i think if if there was no one that wanted to do it you'd say yes i'd say yes but if there was someone um i would i would say like you know you you crack on because tuesday league's been good um whether I carry it on next season, I don't know. Because I'm just just trying to cut a few things down and practice. Like I was talking to Jay Spivey at Towers, and I said to him, "Like playing so bad at the minute." He's like, "You've got a table at home, though." I was like, "Honestly, mate." I says, "I never, never ever get never get time." Obviously, work's busy. The Potters comes. We've just had a puppy. Um, everything I do, and when Harry and Jake are in there. You know, they're, they're playing, they'll come and have a practice, but I go in, but they're either on TikTok live, Facebook, Instagram live, and I've got my chilling bottoms on, and Sam's every jumper, so I'm like, you know, turn, <laughs> turn it off. But, yeah, that that's one thing I'm trying to do in the next two or three months, like the the comp at Potters in December, I was, I was atrocious, and... And at Towers last week, I did all right early on, and then I had loads of chances to win um, in one of the rounds, and I was just missing chance after chance. I'm nervy when I'm playing, I'm edgy, and that's just because I've got no confidence because I'm not playing. I've probably had one practice since I got back from Malta, one good practice. So, yeah, if anything, I'm I'm trying to sort of choose... um, to cut things back just to get more time to practice really mm-hmm. so yep, but Jay was I think he was a bit surprised as if to say well you've got a table at home and but yeah like with the dog and you know things work and when I've been up since like oh, four or five in the morning mm-hmm. it's hard to get motivated practice yep. and you know out, outside I know it's in the summer house and but yeah, that's what I'm going to try and do in the next month or so and just, just see how it goes. Because I know when I'm practising what I can do and I'm so far off it at the minute. But so it's fair to say that doing all that you do is halting um, your, your ability, do you think? Yeah, well, as a, as a typical week, so on a Monday morning, I'll, I'll go work or whatever shift I'm on and then I have to collect all the match cards from a Sunday, put all them stats in one by one. That's a Monday... Tuesday I'll get up, I'll send the Q score links out for the Tuesday league. Then I'll start working through the Sunday things on a Wednesday. I put the, the Tuesday cards and Tuesday stats in and play Wednesday night. Thursday I'll sort of put Sunday's results and it squads on. 
and then I'll put the fixtures on for the next week. Friday, I'll send the links out for the Sunday league. Saturday, I'll get a bit of time, and then... To see Sam. <laughs> to see Sam, yeah. <laughs> and then Sunday's like, obviously like with comps at, at Potter's, or or if we have like, if there's no Potter's comp, there's like a, the Sunday league comps or whatever. It's literally, I do that, and then on top with work, and then, you know, advertising the Potter's comps, and trying to see family and and um it's it's just so busy and then I've got a dog like biting my ankles all the time at the minute so it's like Harry stop that <laughs> so um, okay so if you take with all that you do right yeah everything that you do but take family life out of the equation take obviously the family and, and work out of the equation but with all that you do Paul wise yeah and all that you have done and all of these people you've brought into Paul, like, you know, not knowingly, but you've brought people in, new players, they've yeah. entered competitions that you've made, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Would you trade all of that to be a pro player? No. No. No? That was a pretty quick, definite no yeah, as well. no. I'd probably get, like, uh, more enjoyment from from seeing the others come over, mm-hmm. you know the Inkley lads, some, you know the Darlow lads like Steve Page having a beer, catching up and and having a laugh and and getting the kids playing more than than me being like a pro, and you know everything I generally do now is towards like Harry and Jay. Do you know what I mean? I, I want I want them t- to do better. And you know, I'll go over towers or cue ball or plaza and, and want to win a comp. Um, but it's it's more like concentrating on them now. So um, yeah, so yeah, that's fair. Would you ever, you know, you you do a lot for Paul, um, as we know. Could you ever see there being a full time job in Paul for you? Or are you are you more happy with what you do at Pirelli? Yeah, I mean, um, I've been there like twenty three years this year, so um, I don't know. I don't know really. Never really. I enjoy, you know, the local comps and that. Um, I just think with your your organisation, um, you're clearly good at taking a lot on and making it work yeah <clears throat> you know it it would it would be very harsh to say that something you do doesn't work yeah everything you do seems to go smoothly yeah um competitions the leagues that you run you know you run two leagues Tuesdays and Sundays yeah I, I just think with your organizational side of it I think there's got to be scope somewhere for something yeah, I think like how uh, well I interact with like new people is 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 a positive for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's people I don't know; they're probably nervy coming up to Potter's. It's you know they know the type of standard when they've not visited before, and I'll go up to them, make them feel welcome, and you know I'll I'll keep in touch with them, and mm-hmm. so I think that's a positive. How I get on well with. You know, such new people. Um, 
whether I did it as something a bit more serious, I don't I don't really know, to be honest. Fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. Listen, we're getting to the end of the show. I was gonna wrap it up and, and sort out ending the show when Harry has messaged me. <laughs> Harry, you've had fifty minutes to ask a question <laughs> and you've waited all this time. <laughs> right. But no, Harry's messaged in. Um He's put, ask if I don't help him. We've already had this discussion, Harry. Have you been listening? (laughs) (laughs) Sammy, have a word. Um, Yeah, he said, ask if I don't help him. Typical teenager, and they're not listening. That's it. Uh, Harry, listen, we've already had the chat, and your dad, we spoke about how much you help him and how much he appreciates it. Um, So you just have to click on the link after and have another listen. (laughs) That's all I can say. (laughs) But no, listen, Vinny, we're... We're coming to the end of the show. Um, it's been class, you know. Um, obviously, we like to pack out the full hour, but we've got over so much in 50 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll hold on. Hold on. The messenger has just pinged, so I'm going to I'm gonna see what that is before I wrap up the show. <laughs> you said sorry, Dave. <laughs> oh. It's okay, Harry. Don't worry. Don't worry, mate. We'll still have you on the show one day. You and Jake. Oh, that's a good... I tell you what, Jake's coming with a Boston question. Here we go, guys. You're going to like this one. Uh, nice question, Jake. And you've got to answer it as well, because he's asked it now. Who's better, Harry or Jake? That's a horrible question to ask your dad. That's horrible. But I'm asking it, because um, you've asked. It's so hard to say, like... Because Jake did amazing in Malta, but then he, Harry did a lot better at England trials. Harry had a good run in the Potters Comp the other week, and he had a really good run at Towers the other week. And then Jake won the Potters one with AD in the doubles on New Year's Eve, and, and had a good win. And I think it's just who's practicing the much. Jake's obviously the more attacking player, whereas Harry will grind a bit. So, so it is really hard to say. And I've I've got an interesting take on it because I I couldn't potentially right now pick who's better out of the two, but I've always not always, but recently kind of said how you know you remember when we had the coach house singles? Yeah, remember that back in the day. That's a throwback. <laughs> um, obviously, Jake and Harry were both very young, but yeah. both in it still in the in the bottom division of it. Yeah, and Harry, I remember being in there with with Grace and saying, Harry, Harry's going to be some player. Yeah, Jake just didn't seem interested. Just yeah. did not seem interested. Like he did not want to be there. Yeah. But now, Jake's like, oh, he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. He completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Whereas Harry's obviously on on that same trajectory. So. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say like Jake's more natural at it. Harry has to work at it a bit harder. But yeah, they're both like loving the game at the minute. They want to go in everything and and you know, I'll enter comps and they'll be like, oh. I want to come and, you know, and, um, it costs me a bottom, but it's good for him as well. Harry said he's better, but tell you to pick. <laughs> no, I'm not going to You're going to create arguments, Harry. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, listen, we're going to wrap up the show. Um, it's been fantastic having you back on. You were our Thank first you. guest 35 shows ago. <laughs> you know, show 36, series two, episode one. It's been fantastic. Vinny Loden, everyone. Give you another round of applause. Um, before I close out the show, I'm going to let you have a little moment to maybe thank anyone that you want to thank. Okay. Um, 
obviously I want to thank Potters, Swaddling Coat and Potters Cues. Um, they're amazing with me. Um, Phil, Dave and Nez. Um, everything they do up there. Um, not just for me, but for everyone. And how, how they look after me and my family is amazing. So thank you to them. Um, there's, there's just a few people as well that I want to say uh, I'm thinking about at the minute. So obviously like, two close, well, three close friends, but Jordan and Cam have had a rough time just lately, so thinking of them, and and obviously Sean, Sean Bates, he's, he's sadly just lost his dad, so um, thinking of them as well, and and obviously we had the awful news about Graham as well um, in October, um, so yeah, just thinking of them really as well. Yeah, great words, mate. Great words. We are thinking of you guys. Um, we'll close out the show. I'll just shout out for the sponsors. Um, Vinny's already done half the job for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, thank you to Potters. It's a new year, so we go again. Please go and check out Potters Cues. I've had my cue um, that I got from Potters for about three, two or three months now. And I only ever get compliments about it. I only, honestly, like, I was playing at Stratton Social Club the other day and some bloke that was watching that I've never met before just said, oh, can, can I have a look at your cue? And I've given it him and he's, you know, he wouldn't let go of it. I thought I was going to have to fight him for it. <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> let go of my cue. <laughs> he was like, this is a lovely bit of wood. Um, no, they're, they're absolutely brilliant cues. Um, and obviously they're selling the Tower Chalk for £14 a piece as well, which is as good as he gets. So please go and check it out. Um, also... That then leads on to Tawam, who are our other sponsors. Please go and check out their chalk. Speaks for itself. Go on the website. They've got lots of things on there, guys. Um, but preferably buy the chalk from Potters. Just just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's cheaper. So, uh, yeah, a couple of comps going on at Potters. Obviously, we've mentioned the bus driver's comp on the 28th of January. It's full. Don't, don't try to enter, but I'm sure everyone there is looking forward to it. It'll be a good day. Vinny yeah. knows Vinny can't wait. Um, <laughs> no pressure to the ones he's tipped. Uh, but also, you've put up a flyer for the 20th, I believe. 20th, which yeah. Which is a Saturday, half yeah. five start. Half five, yeah. Yeah, so if you're doing nothing on Saturday, the 20th of January, get in touch with Vinny or get in touch with myself and I'll put you through to Vinny um, and you can get entered for that. That'll be a great night as always at Potter's. For now, that's me. Short Talk is back. We'll see you next week where we have Bulgarian nine-ball player Christina Zlateva. Have a great weekend. That's bye from me and Vinny. This show is part of Microbrew Radio, Burton-on-Trent's community radio station. You can hear this and plenty of other shows over on microbrewradio.com. Find our app on the iOS or Android stores or just say, Alexa, play Microbrew Radio. And if you like what you hear, please let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thanks.